0: I've spoken to somebody and they've thrown a question at you which seems to be unanswerable. Like you just haven't got anything that you can talk to them about that will make them understand what it is. I had a situation like that at work quite a few years ago and um, we were in the lunchroom and uh, the fellow there started talking. I've spoken to most of these people before and they said they're talking about the virgin birth and they said about how it couldn't have happened. And all the things and all the rest of it that meant to take place hadn't taken place. If you want to know, I can tell you about cows. I know about cows. Um, if you want to know a bit about it. But um, anyway. And what he was saying was right. Um, it's impossible to tell somebody how um, Jesus could have been born um, without the normal processes taking place. Anyway, unless you've got the Holy Spirit. And that changes everything. Um, All of a sudden all things become possible. Um, It's the same type of thing when you start talking about other miracles and other different things that happen. All of a sudden it's very hard to try and explain to something about how things take place, even the receiving the Holy Spirit. How many people do you talk to and they say, no, it's a load of rubbish, I don't understand how that can happen. Um, and what do you need to speak another language for and, and all those types of things. And it comes very hard and a lot of times to tell them something that they can uh, understand with or that something can gel with them. We had an outreach during this year and we were putting out some flyers. And uh, I was out putting some out on so Saturday morning, there's a fellow out in his front lawn. And as I come past he said, you're from the council. And this was a Saturday morning, and, you know, what council person works on a Saturday morning? Anyway, I said, no. He said, ah, you're religious. He said, no, I'm a Christian. Ah, God doesn't exist. Oh, doesn't he? How does he know? Ah, I've died twice. I said, really? He said, yeah, didn't see God. I said, no, oh, okay. I said, what did you see? And he said, he wouldn't tell me. And I said, what did you see? And he still wouldn't tell me. He said, but there was no light, there was no curly gates, and there was no one to meet you. And I said, well, that's scriptural. And walked inside. So you try and explain things to people, and if you haven't got the Holy Spirit, it's your minds just can't wrap around anything at all. So there's two ways I've found that you can explain to somebody um, the yeah the unexplainable. When somebody throws questions like that, I found two ways, and both ways are that you don't answer them. Just we do what Jesus did. We'll go to Matthew uh, Matthew eleven and verse one to five. Uh, Jesus uh, sorry, John the Baptist was in jail at this time, sent a couple of his disciples off to Jesus. And in verse one it says here, and it came to pass when Jesus made an end of commanding the twelve disciples who part of hands to teach and preach in their cities. Now when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ. He sent two of his disciples and said unto them, "Um, Are you he that should come, or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which you do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. Basically, tell people what you've seen. Tell people what you've experienced in yourself, Tell them about miracles. Tell them your testimony. That's why I like it coming down here to camp. Camp's an amazing place. We come from a smaller fellowship. There's about 35 adults and about 372 kids. <laughs> it feels that way sometimes. It's actually only about 16, but anyway. But the thing is that um, we come up here and we get to hear other testimonies. And these testimonies stand us in good stead when we go back. Because we're hearing different testimonies from different places all over the place. In fact, I wouldn't mind if we dropped a few choruses off and had a few more testimonies because I'm not too sure how many people have come because of my singing yet. So, but that's what we do. When we talk to people, we tell them our testimony. We tell them, this is what happened to me. This is what I was. This is what I am now. And this is why. And since that time, we've seen this happen, this happen, this happen. We've all got our own testimonies. It's an amazing amount of power that we have when we start talking about testimonies and about things uh, that God has done. And it's not things that we've come in and stories that we've just made up, but it's our own personal experience. And no matter what anybody says, they can't change that or they can't change somebody's uh, impressions about what they've ex- experienced themselves. So when people don't understand, what they're, when they're throwing questions at you because they don't understand, You can tell them this is what has taken place and this is how my life has changed and this is what has taken place in my life. So the testimonies, the power of God is good. It's like here when Jesus, he didn't turn around and say, yes, I'm he because I'm from the Father because I'm doing these things, aren't I good? Jesus turned around and said, what have you seen? What has made the difference in your life about the things that have taken place? And it was some miracles. As he says here, the blind receiving in sight, lame walking, lepers cleansed, deaf hearing, dead raised up, poor have the gospel preached to them. And that's what we tell people as well. We tell them this is what is taking place. And that's something that's powerful that other people around and very few other places will ever be able to talk about these types of things and about a personal experience with God. The second way you can do it is John 3, verse 1-9. to it says here, we heard a little bit the other night, it says there was a man from Pharisees named Nicodemus of all of the Jews, saying, came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that you do except God be with him. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto you, You must be born again. The wind blows where it listeth, and you hear the sound thereof, but you can't tell where it comes and where it goes, and so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. And Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? He didn't understand how these things can be. And in the natural thought processes, we all were in exactly the same boat. How can these things be? How can our lives be changed? How can we receive this Holy Spirit? But Jesus here, when Nicodemus came to him, he did the same thing again. Nicodemus said, we know you come from God because of what's taken place. And Jesus didn't put anything about note in himself. He said, these are things that you can see yourself, but you need to be born again. So the second answer is that people can understand the unanswerable questions that they ask when they receive the Holy Spirit because God actually starts opening your eyes and your understanding about the things that are going on. Jesus never went around big noting himself and saying, I am the Son of God all the time, look at me, I'm I'm great. He always put the Father first and he said this is what the Father is is able to do and the miracles and the things were there and that is what was changing people's lives. It had nothing to do with the people themselves, it was always the power of God and the power of God is through the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is what has opened up our understanding and our enlightenment to God's word and to the rest of the things. So that now when we talk about the fact that Jesus had a virgin birth, we can take that as being the truth. Because we don't know how it happened. Like healings we don't know how they happen, but we do know that they do happen. That with God all things that are possible. And it's just a matter of us just letting go of our own natural thoughts and ideas, that the spirit work, and suddenly we have an understanding that all these things have come to pass and are still coming to pass today. We still see the miracles, we still hear the testimonies of people's lives, as we've heard even at this camp, and hopefully, we'll hear a lot more others. And that's the great part about life is that God is the one who opens our eyes and understanding and reveals the things, the things we know, uh, we need to know. We'll finish John chapter 9, verse 18 through to 28. It says, But the Jews did not uh, believe this about the blind man had been healed, uh, said concerning him that he had been blind and received his sight, and they called his parents. Uh, of him that received his sight, and asked him, asked them, saying, Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered them, said, We know that this is our son, and that he was born blind, but by what means he now sees, we don't know. Or who has opened his eyes, we know not. He is of age, ask him. He can speak for himself, or shall speak for himself. These words spoke his parents, because they feared the Jews, for the Jews had agreed already that if any man did confess that he was Christ, he should be put out of the synagogue. Therefore, said his parents, he's of age. Ask him. And then again, they uh, they called. Sorry. Then again, called they the man that was blind, and they said unto him, Give God the praise. We know that this man's a sinner. The and said, Whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I know that whereas I was blind, now I see. Then said they to him again, What did he do to you? How opened he your eyes? He answered them, I have told you already, and you did not hear. Wherefore, would you hear it again, will you also be his disciples? Then they reviled him, and they said, You are his disciple, but we are Moses' disciples. To see God's hand work, we need to sit back and allow Him to actually do stuff and work in our lives. And it's the same with all people. If they want to see God, they will just call out and they will answer and God will work in their lives. There are a lot of people around who even though they see the miracle, they see things that happen and take place, will still shut their eyes to it because they don't want to acknowledge that there is a God. If there is a God, that means they need to do something and their lives need to be changed. But God looks at a person's heart, he looks past the outward veneer that is there and he looks to see what the people want. Now these Jews that were there and the Pharisees and all the people who were the rulers of the time who should have actually rejoiced in the fact that the Saviour had turned up, they were the ones who wanted to go back under the law. They said, we're Moses' disciples, we want to stay under the law, we don't want to be freed from that, we don't want to see the miracles, we don't want to see the power of God at work. And so they wanted to keep the, the blinkers, if you like, in front of their eyes. Instead of at the side, you give them a straight vision, they wanted in front so they couldn't see the power of God. Now we need to sit back and let go of these things I and mean, when people turn around and they start throwing out the questions like you know, how can the virgin birth be, or all those types of things. We don't have to sit back and answer and try and give them an explanation that they can understand because I don't know, I haven't got words that will explain it. But we talk about miracles, we talk about things, we talk about our own personal experiences, and that way our eyes can be opened. Like this blind man, he didn't know how it happened, but he knew it did. And that is the power of God and what the power of God can do. People don't understand, nor will they, if you're trying to explain spiritual things with with natural answers. Scriptures tell us that flesh and blood is enmity with God. People can't understand. So when people give you the curly questions, the questions that you haven't got answers for, you say, well, I don't know, but this is what's happened to me. Once I was blind, but now I can see.